You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. So, stop the pigeon, 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 how? Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Good morning to all the listeners of Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. We have an exciting show for you this morning. We've got from Sydney coming on Jimmy Vescos to tell us about Sydney's out of lockdown and they're starting to race. So we're going to find out about what they're doing in Sydney, Australia. Also, we have the Wonthaggy Series winners races. We also have the uh, the winners of the Melton Invitation Racing Pigeon Club Series races from Wedderburn we had this Saturday. And we've got Maddie Whitechurch coming on to tell us about an extraordinary result he had on the weekend. So stay tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia and on with the show. And we have to introduce the banana man. Banana man hopping over on the white hot sand. Here he come with some for me Freshly taken from banana tree Banana man me want a done Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's The one and only Banana Man, Tony Barbara This banana flow will never end Do you want a banana? Peel it down and go Good morning to Tony Barbara. How are you, Tony? Good morning. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Charlie. And good morning to everybody around the web. 
Yes, good morning to everybody around the world indeed. And we have to introduce to Pigeon Radio Australia the one and only Roadrunner. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia, Southeast Melbourne correspondent, the one and only, the Roadrunner, Tony McPherson. And it's a very good morning to Mr. Tony McPherson, the Roadrunner himself. Yes, Ivan. Meet me. And uh, hello, Mr. Banana Man. But, uh, and everyone uh, around the world. But it's uh, been an interesting week, uh, Ivan. You've had uh, some good uh, little races up there and uh, Charlie's had some good racing and so it's been interesting. The uh, the Greater Melbourne look as though they'll be racing very, very soon. So I'm looking forward to that along with everyone else. So Yeah, well, we'll find out about that a little bit later on and... Uh yeah, um, we've got to introduce the Pink Panther, and he reckons he's been knighted this week. I don't know about that, but anyway. <laughs> and now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's know-it-all spy correspondent, Charlie Gretsch. And the Pink Panther himself. And I have to refer to him as Sir Charles Gretsch. Well, what's happening, Sir Charles? Uh, what's happening, um, Gil? Just uh, country life. Country life? What do you mean, country life? Uh, just relaxing, enjoying the day, getting closer to Christmas. Uh, and you, you've got some uh, people coming on. You had a good, very good one, Thaggy Race, on the weekend, didn't you? Yeah, 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 very good one. Real good one. Mm. Yes. Yes, very, very, very good, uh, Charlie. Good for change? Just, well, you know, from what I hear, um, there's a special interview coming up with the winner. Oh, really? Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, All right, yeah. yeah, well, anyway, there is a special in interview. In-depth questions. And it's suspense, suspense, they say. Anyway, listen, fellas, we've got a uh, very good pigeon brother, gentleman on the line from uh, Sydney, Australia. And uh, he races with the Central Cumberland Pigeon Federation. And as you know, with all this COVID going on, um, Sydney is open. They're free, free as birds, as pigeons. And uh, they're going to organise some sort of racing. So we've got on the line from Sydney, Australia, Mr. Jimmy Vescos. Uh, Good morning, Jimmy. How are you, mate? And uh, welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. And tell us what's happening in Sydney. Good morning, Pigeon Brothers. Nice to be here. Nice to 
be on air with all you guys and be out of lockdown here in Sydney. And uh, we're organising some racing for a change. We've got heaps of birds left over because we only had five races this year until the COVID lockdown. So uh, we've organised two series. One series out of the Strong Maroubra Club, that's my club, and we're going to fly north, the north route, straight up the coast, past Newcastle, up that way, Taree, up, up the coast. We're starting on Saturday, doing that way. And then also we've got the boys from the, the famous Dural Club, the Millionaires Club, they call it. You've got to be a multi-millionaire to, to live up there and fly in that club, such as Chris uh, <laughs> Petavoli, Pat Arcella, et cetera, et cetera, you know, the big boys. Oh, yeah. Jen Marshall, he's, uh, we're racing, Vescos and Marshall will be racing both routes. We're going to race the North route out of the Maroubra Club and we're going to race the the uh, Western route out of the Dural Multi-Millionaires Club. We're going to try and take their money. Oh, well, good. Yeah, mate, take millionaires' money. That's the way to go. Yeah, and, how and did you get invited? <laughs> hey, how come you got invited? <laughs> mate, because I... Uh, they, they want a bit of uh, class up there, you know what I mean? You know I'm why he got invited? Him. Because he's with a marshal. That's why he got invited. Yeah. Now, uh, now, listen, I, talk. I, know, I, might, I might be in the in the mafia. I don't know about the marshal. Holler for a marshal. They wanted some class flyers to come up there, so they've invited me They've invited me up. I know the Chinese say self-praise, no-praise, so I won't say much more, but... Um, no, it's very nice of Vince Petavoli to put this on. As you know, Vince spends a lot of money on pigeons. He's a, a big buyer in the Pippa sale. Yes, exactly sale. exactly what you're saying, Jimmy, because Peter Maddick, I was talking to Peter Maddick uh, uh, earlier on, right. and yeah. he said to me, he said, you know who bought the, 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 the Children of Golden Prince? I said, who? He said, Vince yeah. Petavoli. So tell us a little bit about that. You know a bit about that, don't you? Yeah, oh, you know, Vince, I think Vince spent about $150,000 on those pit of pigeons. Maybe, maybe more, maybe his wife's listening. I better not say too much, you know, but, uh, <laughs> too late, I, was, too late. I, was, I was talking to Vince and he said he spent his budget for this year for his pigeons. You know what I mean? But, uh, oh, yeah. This is fantastic. He's fantastic for the pigeon game. He's, uh, no, no expense. He bought good as gold, a good hen out of, uh, out of Adelaide, remember when Ray Fewings auctioned her off for twenty one thousand. Yeah. Vince bought her. Yeah. You know, and and Vince is good because he just puts so much money into the game, and uh, he's got trucks. He buys pigeon trucks. He he built the Dural Club. He bought an industrial estate, and he actually built the club. So you know, you've got to take your hat off to guys like that. Go forward, sort of guys with business acumen that know how to how to promote the game, and. Uh, and you got all the guys, all the knockers on the other side. You know what I mean? Don't even listen to them. Oh, I know. Ex- I know exactly what you mean. Don't worry about that. I know exactly what you mean. Hey, Jimmy. Now, um, Vince is also um, breeding the birds to go into the uh, the Hater One Loft race as well. For, That's right. Uh, is yeah, he, for the is guys. He, uh, yeah, he also flies out of the Dual Club. Big is he? You know. Yep. Yep. And, now, uh, he, he built a loft, a beautiful, beautiful one loft race. We're having the Sydney yep. Cup. It's going to be the one loft race, a very prestigious one loft race. Yep. He lives on acreage up there, up in the yeah. section of Sydney. Like there's all acreage up there, and um, he's built the most magnificent loft you've ever seen. Built it all himself. It's a credit to yes. him. Oh, it's you know, amazing. I haven't actually been up to see it, but I've seen photos of it on the net and different things, and it's absolutely magnificent. 
the birds will be will be catered for and looked after immaculately by Izzy and his, and his beautiful wife, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think it's three hundred fifty dollars a bird entry fee. And and he starts taking the squeakers in November now. The first of November, I think the lock is going to open and 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 bring the squeakers in. Yeah. And uh, it's just going to be a fantastic race, you know. It's going to be going to be a big Sydney one loft race. And I encourage everyone from all over Australia or whatever to to support it, you know, and see, yeah. see who's got the best bird yeah. on the day. So we're racing we're racing north with the Maroubra Club. We start this Saturday, Barcelona Friday night. And then that like I said, the Dural Club have opened their boundary most graciously for us guys to come in, have a bit of fun. And uh, me and Anthony Ages are going up here to fly. And they're gonna fly uh, Bathurst Orange Orange Park, four races in four weeks. On the western route over the Blue Mountains, that's oh. going to be that's going to be really good flying. It's going to be champagne <laughs> flying back over the Blue Mountains. It certainly the, will, mate. They either take the long way or the short way. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's a good topography of the area because you've got the Sydney Basin where, where when they race west and they come over the top of the Blue Mountains and then they've got to pan out into the Sydney Basin all the way to the coast. And it's a it's like they it's like topping the rise at Randwick and they flatten out and they've got to the race, race home, the sprint home. Yeah, you know what I mean. Race for the post. It's a great, great route to race that western route into Sydney. It's a yeah. very, you know, very good route, and uh, it's just, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, Vin, uh, Vincent Pat are putting a good barbecue on up there on uh, on Friday night. Yeah, I can tell fun. you, Pat Pat Archella puts on a very good barbecue. I can tell you. Oh, Pat's Pat's just a wonderful guy for pigeons. You know, if if you've ever if you ever want to go to a to a loft and see something fantastic, you go to Pat Arcella's place. And the barbecues he puts on, no expense. He just, uh, I don't know where he gets the steak from, but it melts in your mouth. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a, side, a side of beef. He's the he's the banana king. You know that Tropicana banana. Yes, I know. <laughs> he's the banana king. He, he grows bananas up there in Tully in Queensland. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. He's, yeah. And Pat's a really interesting character. And such a beautiful man, such a beautiful soul. You know, he hasn't got a bad word to say about anyone. He just loves pigeon racing. Yeah. He, and he just he pulls heaps of money into it and effort into it, him and Vince. And plus, there's a lot of other guys that need to do the same thing, you know. And, uh, and, uh, they, they got, they got the people that, that knock them and the people that knock people, they're, they're the people who can't beat them, you know. So that's. <laughs> That's what I've always found, you know. Mm, yeah, you're right there. You're yeah. right there. You're always going to get a cross section. That's human nature, but uh, you know. But we're all excited. It's going to be a great, a great way to race. There's going to be two races, north and west, and uh, oh, just doesn't matter what wind blows. It's going to going to be terrific racing. We well, at least see. Jimmy, you haven't pulled the pin. And uh, your federation no. haven't pulled the pin, and and that's a really good thing because you're keeping pigeon racing alive, and that's the main thing, eh? That's right. Yeah. Well, years ago in Sydney, we always used to have a sprint series, the November series. They called it the November, and it was always open boundary, and uh, you'd have four races in November. Well, this has been this is the, the brainchild of uh, of Pat and Vince to put that on again, like the old the good old days when you had the November races on, you know, yeah. and guys. Guys, they've got plenty of birds left over. You know, like guys, they, they, they need to they need to race to, to sort of few out, if you know what I mean. You know, yeah. oh, have you a know? bit of fun, Jim. Have a bit of fun. 
and have a bit of fun and get together. And enjoy because each other's company. You've been you've been locked up in four walls, mate. You need to mate, get out and have have some fun with each other. Yeah, we we kick the season off and and we had five races in common. We got two hundred and sixty flyers or whatever. And yep. suddenly it was suddenly it's just lockdown. You know what I mean? And then yep. everyone's twiddling their thumbs, wondering what they're going to do. And then they kept putting it in abeyance the uh, the restrictions. And now they've lifted them, so we're ready to go. You know, we've, all the boys have had had the word to get around that yep. these clubs have put these races on, and we're ready to we're ready to rip on the weekend on Saturday. You know? Well, you know, I reckon, mate, good on yous and and let it rip. I say, and I, I reckon, Charlie Gretsch, you got any? You you want to ask Jimmy some questions there, mate? Jimmy, how are you, buddy? Yeah, good, Charlie. Good win the other. Good win yesterday, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. Thanks very, very yeah. much. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. You got up by decimal, but that's all you got to win by. Yeah, one by my nose. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call him Pinocchio. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're funny, Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, mate, no, but, there's no better feeling than winning, Charlie. You must be on a high after winning that race yesterday. Oh, look, it was good. Um, the amount of effort you put in yeah. to, to the sport and everything you do to, to, to promote this and get it all happening and actually win. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you work tirelessly down there, Charlie. You're one of the hardest workers in the Victorian Victorian section that I've ever ever come across. You know, the way you're promoting the game, getting businesses involved and kids and stuff, that's a credit to you, you know. Yeah, we, we hear about all this sort of stuff. It doesn't go unnoticed no, and no. unappreciated, you know. You, you, mm-hmm. You're doing a wonderful job, and looks like God looked upon you yesterday and gave you the win. So you know, you yeah. got Trump. They paid you some feed, so it's even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great, mate. And um, it's great to hear you. Um, so excited, mate. You're um, you sound like you're raring to um, jump out of the box like your dogs, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've, uh, I've got my my greyhound trainer's license, and I've been I've been training a. A couple of dogs, you know what I mean? I haven't had a starter yet, but uh, I'll let you know and you can get on. I'll set one up first up, you know, because mm. no, no one will know who I am. So oh, yeah. we'll, get a good, we'll get a good price on the Victorian tab, New South Wales Victorian tab. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know. Shouldn't be too much longer before I've got a runner, you know. But uh, yeah. no, I've retired from work, so the pigeons are there. I've got a new loft. I built new greyhound kennels. You know, I've got a few kennels there. I've got to get my dogs ready to race and uh, and just enjoy it. You know, because that's the way it is. Go, life, life's too short. Go up there with the greyhounds and um, been able to race them up there. It's been no problem. No problems ever since we had that uh, that uh, idiot premier Bruce Baird. He he was influenced by some some other forces. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, oh, the game's really kicked on now. It's clean. Um, we've got GWIC, we've got a Greyhound Welfare Integrity Commission, and they're really strict. The game's really clean. Um, they're, they're drug tested dogs and all sorts of stuff. Plus, also, um, the prize money, the prize money is getting really good. And, and the tab turnover, the tab turnover is absolutely flying in Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. Absolutely just going gangbusters. Because it's fast, it's colourful, it's exciting, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And the young generation, they love betting on them, you know. They really, I know the Victorians, you've got your thoroughbred industry down there. And you've got good greyhound racing down there too, don't worry about that. You've got some of the best greyhounds in Australia, in Victoria. Yeah. But uh, the, it, the game's really thriving here at the moment. It's just, it's going really full steam ahead. 
Oh, that's great. So, so, we want the pigeon racing to go full steam ahead too, you know? Exactly so. right. And, uh, yeah, Jimmy, um, you are doing a, a sprint series this week and we didn't even yeah. imagine after nearly a, a year in lockdown in, in Melbourne, Australia, we've actually yeah. organised the Tassie race and we're waiting for our pigeons to come from Tassie today. Oh, really? You've used basket and sent it away to Tasmania? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and But uh, I tell you what, they're going to have a rip-snorter of a race because uh, uh, on the Bass Strait, there's a southeasterly wind of about uh, 20 knots. And, yeah, uh, yeah they're going to have a rip-snorter of a race. So anything that comes through that race, mate, is going to be a very, very good pigeon. When did they liberate them, Bert? They'll be liberating them this morning. I think as we speak here on the okay. radio, they'll be liberating okay. these birds. Okay, okay. Yeah, because we've raced, we've raced uh, Launceston to Sydney, Tasmania to Sydney plenty of time. And uh, oh, we've had some, some terrific races. And I think, I think it's classified as the longest overseas pigeon race in the world. Yeah, I think, I think it is. And, and the toughest overseas racing the toughest, pigeon. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I won the across. The Bass Classic in 1996. That was the first time I won Tasmania, and that was a that was a great race. I clocked at 5:40 a.m. in Sydney the next morning, one by six hours. So that hen, obviously, she must have flown all night. She must have come through the night, you know, mm, during the night. Fantastic time. result, mate. Very, very good. Yeah, it was a good hen in 1996. Anset put that on. Anset Australia when they were the airline company, right? And yeah, they, when they good old them. when good old they, Reginald and Bob were in charge of the ANSET Airlines. Yeah, yeah. In 1996, we had every federation in Sydney. We had the FRP, NRP, Cumberland, Nepean, all the federations. The whole it was open to all of Sydney. It was a big promotion done by ANSET. They they even supplied us with the with the crates. They were cardboard pigeon crates. They were beautiful. We put them together ourselves, taped them together. They had the little slats in them and everything. We basket all the birds and we took them out to the airport, to the Sydney airport, and they flew them down. Anset flew them down overnight to Launceston and they liberated the next morning. How's that for a pigeon race? You that, know? That's fantastic, and, um, mate. I won, I, won, I won a trip for two to Tasmania, all expenses paid, car hire for seven days. Um, I did it at Lone Star, Lone Star State House and Saloon, uh, heaps of other products, heaps of other promotional products and things like that. Magnificent champagne bucket trophy with value of four hundred dollars from Maryland's produce at the time when Charles was alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe, hey, maybe Jimmy. Maybe one day we should organise. Maybe me and you will organise something. Uh, a Tassie, uh, uh, Melbourne, Sydney national. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Well, we actually went up that time. The Victorian birds were down there in '96, right? And they actually liberated pigeons with our pigeons. And they come across Bass Strait, and we got the call that there was a few pigeons in Melbourne at 5 o'clock at night on the dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, we didn't expect any pigeons in the Sydney till about oh, maybe 10 o'clock midday the next day, okay? And um, I, just happened to, I just happened to take the morning off work. I thought, I'll just, I won't go to work this morning. It was a, you know, nice morning. A, they let them go during the week. I think they let them go on a Tuesday. So it was a Wednesday. That's right. It was a Wednesday morning. I didn't go to work. So I got down the backyard, cooked some bacon and eggs on the barbecue and that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was getting it all set up and it was still dark. I took the chain off the shed and I heard flutter, flutter, flutter. And I felt, uh, I heard these t- uh, toenails on the landing board. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, I thought, crikey, pigeon, tear, you know? And we had rubber rings in those days. 
So she was in the dark. I just I just moved her into the trap and I, I got the rubber ring off her and timed her in. And I said, that's that little hen, number 10, Botany. She was running BTMA, Botany. I was flying Botany Club as well, the old Botany Club. Botany uh, 95, she was a yearling, number 10. So I called her Bo Derrick. That was her name and her photo, Bo Derrick, because she was number 10 in that movie 10, you know, Bo Derrick. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then we just waited and waited and waited. And, and like, that was 5.40 a.m. And I thought, Jesus, she's playing all night, this hen. Actually, what was happening, I live, I live in the city, right in the city of Sydney. I, I live about four kilometres from the actual Sydney Tower. And the Swans were training that night on the Tuesday night and they had the big lights on at the Sydney Cricket Ground. And you can you can see that from my place. It's about three, two k's away from my place, Sydney yeah. Cricket Ground. Yeah, yeah. And the lights were on. And I saw the lights on. They were training the Swans that night. And the lights were on. They left them on until about 11 or 12 or whatever. Because I was down the backyard, like, walking around, you know. And I saw this big glow of the Sydney Cricket Ground lights. And I thought, maybe the bird saw that from... Victoria from down in Melbourne and headed towards Sydney, that little hen. You don't know. They're remarkable, <laughs> yeah. remarkable pigeons. They can, yeah, but honestly, hey, Jimmy, we'll organise something like that, a, a Melbourne-Sydney yeah. um, Tassie yeah. National, and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. raise, we'll put a dollar towards uh, maybe the Royal Children's Hospital and another dollar oh, towards yeah. towards a motor neurone disease appeal. Sweet. And uh, we'll raise some money for charity and have some prize money and have a national yeah. from Tassie. Yeah, well, we raised from Launceston. Launceston, the my place, is just short of a thousand kilometres. It's nine hundred eighty-five kilometres by air to my place from Launceston. So, if we go further down, say Hobart or whatever, it's going to make it even harder, longer rate. Yeah, know, that's right. Up. That's right. What do you reckon, Tony Mac? Yeah, well, Hobart. Um, I know the uh, the Melbourne feds and whatnot dropped Hobart off the off the off the schedule because of the uh, how difficult it was to get them to come, you know, get them home. Okay, so uh, it's a real, I real think, difficult one. Yeah, no, I think Launceston is the place to let them go because yeah. the guy yeah. I was talking to the guy the last time we had the race when we put the race on here in Cumberland, I ran second in that. Leo Mackey beat me. That was only a few years ago. Um, I was talking to the guy that he drove him down there. We basketed at a Blacktown Club. It was fantastic. It was. We basketed in his, he had his own trailer because they brought the Tasmanian pigeons up here and let him go from Sydney to go back down there. So he yeah. took the load, he took the load back down. This was about more well, five, six years ago, right? Yeah. And he had this magnificent trailer with this vehicle and he fed him water on the way, took him across the bass on, on the ship, you know, and that. And we had a great race from Launceston, you know. Look, we had it's, a great race. You know, for you guys to get pigeons and Vicky Verker, you know the, yeah. the pigeons coming up to Sydney, you know, uh, yeah. from from Tassie, they've got to get over the water, yeah, and then negotiate yep. the the mountains and everything else, and, That's and right. also get through Melbourne. It depends yeah. on which way where they come in. Yeah, uh, you know, if they come in down around Montaggie, they've got to go around the back of the mountains. No, that's a long way. The, the Montaggie's hard. Those times we've had them home, we've made sure we've liberated from Launceston in a tailwind to get them yep. across the bass. They've held them for a few days, right? Yeah. And yep. we yep. we think we think they've come in the last time, especially they came in at Orbost. Yeah, well, that's that's hen, on the other side. Hen, the hen, yeah, right the hen that I ran, the hen that I ran second to Leo Macca with a few years ago from the big Launceston race, right? She had been 
clock from Orbost as a yearling the year mm. before, and I set her up for, as a two-year-old for that Launceston race, little blue bar hen, and yeah. um, she had won Orbost. So I thought, Jesus, she knows her way home from Orbost, you know? So I think maybe they came in at Orbost that year. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's right, right to the yeah. east of us, the southeast, right, that's right. right yeah, to the southeast, you know? and they yeah. come up to the coast. They come up the coast. They go to Cape Perpendicular, which is Eden, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's yes. the furthest place south down there. Yeah. You've got Orbos, Bansdale, Trelgan, you know, all through there, yeah. all through that section there, Sea Spray. They've come up that way. If they come up that way in the Sydney, we get good returns. We get them really good. We get good birds, yeah. you know. Yeah, we, we, we've, had, we've had Sydney birds come um, closer to Melbourne and, of course, once they get yeah. to the Dandenongs and things like that, oh, the, uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they get stuck. They, yeah, they, they get stuck. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, they just can't get through the mountains. No. And uh, it makes it very difficult. But on the other side of the mountains, you've got a clear run. Beautiful. But, yeah. that, but that's where you need a good uh, southwesterly. That's right. You get a southwesterly, a nice crisp southwesterly, and let them up at Launceston and they come up the coast. That yeah. Not yeah. like not like we've got today. We've got a bloody easterly in Tassie and then we've got <laughs> southeasterly ar- across the Bass Strait. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. going to be yeah, hard. Well, but the thing is that will, yeah. Well, they don't like the east for a start, but that's no. going to that's going to blow them over towards you, though, Ivan. You guys, you are in the box <laughs> seat. You're in the box seat. Well, I hope so, mate. Mate, maybe you'll you're be right. uh, maybe you'll be inv- interviewing me next week, and I'll be knighted. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope so. We hope yeah. so. But uh, you're in the box seat, mate. But, but I tell you what, I've got some competition to deal with. I've got Michael Portelli to deal with. Then I've got, yeah, very, in, and then I've got, then I've got in Melton David Hunter to deal with, which is very, very difficult to deal with that guy. I can tell you. Whatever yep. wins the race, uh, yeah, in the morning, uh, will be a good pigeon. There's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, you guys have been doing a fair bit of work with the birds. Uh, but uh, I think uh, it's going to be a good race, and uh, I think you guys will have a good, you know, good racing for sure. Uh, I must say, uh, the Tassie racing is, uh, Jimmy, is is a, a real test of your birds. It really is, yeah. um, because you've got the water, the water crossing, and then you've got the uh, the the land crossing. Yeah, they're, hitting the and, and, they're hitting the mainland of Australia. They can come in at any any place, yeah, like you know, yeah, down the bottom exactly, of the you got to work their way back up to Sydney, you know. And, and when you think about it, when you think about it, when the Sydney, when the Tassie birds are up your way, yeah, right, and they've got to go back to Tassie, That's they've hard. only got to be a, a couple of degrees out, and it's yep. goodbye Tassie. Yeah, yeah, that's where, right. Yeah, it's where's Tassie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That would be that would they they must be good pigeons. Those pigeons. Oh, listen, mate, they Sydney's do it week in week out. They're, they're top pigeons. Oh, they must be good people. Well, yeah. I tell you yeah. something, I've already picked out a name. If if I do any good with this Tassie race, I tell you I'm gonna call my uh, pigeon Miss Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Growler. <laughs> they do a fair bit of that. They do a lot of growling, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, good luck, good luck, all you guys. Anyway, yeah, thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, and we'll and uh, now go. tell we'll us once more. Tell us once more if anybody else is interested in Sydney to race your Sprint Series. Tell us what's happening once more. Yeah, okay. So we're basketing on Friday night at the at the Maroubra Club. 
Okay, and they got them. Those pigeons are racing north, and then we're basking also on Friday night at the Dural Club, and those pigeons are racing west over the mountain. So, excellent. Two clubs putting on the series. It's open boundary. Both clubs they've opened the whole boundary. It's in basin, the whole boundary. And just contact your relative um, secretaries of, of Maroubra and of and of uh, Dural. See if there's any places left because they did fill up pretty quick. The guys were keen to get in there, and names were put down. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be good racing and it's going to be good fun, you know, and we're back on yeah. track. Good on you, Jimmy. And, uh, listen, you sound very vibrant. How's your health? Your health's pretty good, it sounds like. Yeah, I've been going all right lately. Yeah, I had a bit of a scare, like, as you know, a couple of years ago. I had a, yeah. had a stroke and I was in hospital for a few months and that. But, uh, no, with good medication and and, uh, and good support, um, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. I'm yeah, good on you, Jimmy. Right. Behind every every good man, there's a good woman, mate. And uh, I, think the right. last time, yeah. I think the last time we spoke to you, you weren't that good, yep. but your wife was looking after you very well. Yeah, she nearly won the Fed averages that year. Milad Boussad just beat her. He held on and just beat her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and I went yeah. through three months in hospital, Milad, you know. But uh, good luck to him. He's a good young flyer. Yes. And, uh, he, he got us, you know. But uh, she was cutting him down at the end. We are cutting him down at the end, you know. We, we nearly had him. Well, yeah, that's good, mate. All right, Jimmy, thanks very much okay, for being bye. on the radio and thanks for, for the yeah. nice chat we've had uh, today. It's been very interesting. It's been great yeah. talking to you guys, okay? Yeah. All the best, good, boys. Good, good thanks, Jimmy. Jimmy, good luck. Okay, Pigeon Brothers, get them from Tassie, okay? Yeah, Tomorrow. oh, yeah, bye. we hope so. Fingers crossed, mate, fingers crossed. Thanks okay, very let much. let me know, Ivan, give me a call. I okay. will. I'll ring you up. If I get a good one, I'll let you know. No worries, mate. <laughs> okay. Bye. No All right, and that was Jimmy Vescos from Sydney, Australia, Central Cumberland, and they're, they're, they're out of lockdown in Sydney, and uh, they're going to race their pigeons. Good on them. Good on them for keeping the sport alive. Across Melbourne, this is 88.3 Southern FM. And uh, in that sense, we're going to break for a musical interlude, and here's a song from Bob Dylan that I've been listening to during the week, and I'll tell you what, listen to the words of this song. This song has everything in it of what we're going through at the moment. And, uh, yeah, this song was actually uh, recorded in the year 2000, and uh, he won a, an Academy Award for this song, Bob Dylan, and he actually, when he won the Academy Award for this song, he was in Australia performing at a concert. And to accept the award for the uh, Academy Award in America, they uh, did a live cross to him at his concert in Australia. And the song we're talking about is Bob Dylan and Things Have Changed on Pigeon Radio Australia. And Bob Dylan, Things Have Changed. Crazy times I scream 
88.3 Southern FM. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor There's no doubt everyone is feeling impacted in some way by coronavirus. From work-life disruptions to financial stress, our days look very different. It's normal to be feeling a little overwhelmed or perhaps completely out of your depth. That's why Beyond Blue has developed the Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service. It's free and available 24-7. So if you're feeling unsure about how to cope, chat to one of our expert counsellors by calling 1-800-512-348 or visit coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au. You're listening to your local community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds, a show about live music and emerging acts. Just letting you know that I'm still running the show on your Wednesday, midday to 2pm, but if you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. 
Tune in every Wednesday 2pm for International Caravan with your captain DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Nab him, jab him, tab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now! You're tuned to a great community a radio station in Melbourne, Australia, and that's 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and our website address at Southern FM in Melbourne is www.southernfm.com.au. And if you want to go direct to the Pigeon Radio Australia website, you can catch us at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And don't forget, we've got 70,000, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, 70,000 members on a group on Facebook that love pigeon racing that want to talk about pigeon racing, that want to share photos and videos and all kinds of news about pigeon racing. And I'm talking about the Racing Pigeon Global, which has 70,000 members. And if you haven't joined it, join it right now on Facebook, the Racing Pigeon Global. Right now, Tony McPherson has quite an incredible interview to uh, conduct. And he has a guest from Terralgan in Gippsland in Victoria. And I'll let him take it away. Tony McPherson, introduce your guest, mate. Matt Whitechurch uh, from Terralgan, who has uh, an extraordinary story to tell us. And, uh, yeah, he's he's becoming a regular, a regular, Tony. Once more, Matty, it's yeah. been, you're becoming a, a regular guest. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, a regular guest now. Now, mate, you had uh, some great success racing your birds in the, the uh, Eureka Cup that's run by the uh, Ballarat uh, boys up there in the Central Highlands uh, Pigeon Federation. Uh, fill us in with how you went there, brother. Um, yeah, it was a good one. Um, <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I had seven seven yearling Eurekas left. Uh, one of them was had been hawked about three weeks earlier, so she couldn't go. So I had six left to go. And um, they were all in, in pretty good nick. Um, about two and a half, three weeks before that, they, they flew the Moringa in the southeasterly, so they were over 10 hours on the wing on that one. So um, they had a, a pretty good lead-up going into the Eureka Cup. And, um, yeah, the Eureka Cup, sort of everything sort of fell into, into place. Like it was a bit of a, a slow start. Um, with the the winds being a bit of a southeasterly, and then they sort of um, swung around, sort of mid race sort of thing to a um, a quite a strong west southwesterly, and um, at a at a fair click. So um, yeah, my birds were were fit, um, ready to go. So um, they were up, and um, obviously 
they were um, the the leading birds up there on the on the day, and um, they they scooted their way way down the the Trailgan in um, pretty good time. So I sort of because they had the live sort of clocking, um, the boys in Ballarat had it uh, well planned that as soon as someone got them, they were putting them on the uh, website, and you could sort of see what time people were getting, and so I could sort of roughly work out when I needed one, yeah. and. Um, yeah, we're sort of sitting there going, oh, you know, any time from now we think they could be there and uh, it just just been uh, raining for the last sort of 10 minutes and that. But, um, yeah, next minute um, two come together and um, just after we, we got uh, the second one played up a little bit going in, but um, once she was in, um, all of a sudden there was two more and they um, yeah, just couldn't believe it when they were in and then, like a, another minute or so after that, the the fifth one came and thinking, Jesus, it how good's this? And um, <laughs> and then I started to um, ring him through to Phil Jarvis, and um, the sixth one come as well. So that was only about ten minutes behind the first ones. So it was all all over pretty quick for me. Um, they they did a really good job. Well, they certainly did, mate. Uh, tell us uh, what positions did you take? Um, so end up taking. First, second, third, fourth, sixth, and twelfth. Not a bad effort. You're doing a refile lay. Yeah, that is that is that is that's actually, pretty I'm good. Like <laughs> oh, that that Matt Matt that is absolutely fantastic because I know some blokes in Melton that we've been waiting for pigeons from the Eureka Cup and they're still waiting for pigeons from the Eureka <laughs> <Yeah>. Cup. <laughs> well, no, they were they were in good nick. So. Um, I was, I was happy with them, so... Well, you'd, you'd have to be, Matt. You'd have to be. The, the, the thing is, for our interstate listeners and overseas listeners, um, this, you know, uh, the race itself to, to Ballarat, um, from Ballarat to Terrelgan, you're looking at around about nearly a 200K. Yeah, um, it's, just, it's about this, two, 250K yeah, per yeah. that, so... And, and from Melbourne to to uh, Terrelgan is around about 120, 140k. So those birds, those six birds, had to do it on their own. Yeah. Right? From, from say, Melbourne right through or from Ballarat right through. So those birds have done it on their own. And, as you said, first, second, third, fourth. Yeah. Um, you, you, and and, all, and top, all of them were... Um, Obviously, did that last little bit through that shower of rain because they were all, they were all wet. All the um, and tell me a little so. a little birdie told me Matt that these birds are uh, Aussie based. Um, predominantly, yeah. There, there was only the one that got six is the only Euro one there. Now, the, when we say Aussie based, um, tell us, do they go back to what we call the um, Jansen birds? Um, yeah, he's he's in the background of them. Um, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, uh, he's in most of my stock birds now. Like, I've, yeah. I've bred a lot of things around him, and so he, he features in them as like a grandfather or great grandfather. So tell tell us a little bit about this bird that you're talking about. What this was sort of a foundation oh, of your loft, was uh, it? So, yeah, a few yeah. years ago, a few years ago, Ivan, we one of our one of my club mates sold out. Uh, by the name of Neil Jansen, and those birds were built around the um, 
the Bobby, Bobby Eaton's and the, the Bobby Eaton pigeons and the uh, and my good old mate from out at um, Albury Flannelly pigeons. So they'll build around those lines and um, um, there was. Maddie was at the sale and Johnny McCook. And Johnny McCook bought the 500-mile fed winner, only bird home on the day. And Maddie, uh, he, he got a cock bird. I bought the they, father of it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. You guys, you guys, I, I went to the sale just to buy that pigeon. Exactly. And Johnny went to the sale to buy the, uh, uh, the, the hen that won the only bird on the day. And, um, mate, it was the best investment that you guys have made. Yeah, I think I I think I paid like a hundred and forty bucks for an hundred and sixty bucks. <laughs> oh, absolute Jesus. bargain. Oh, um, God. Yeah, you you wouldn't read about it, but he's just gone on to breed everything for me. It was like a couple of years after I got him. Like straight away, we had some success with him and and the son. I dare say well. that you'd be able to get a fair more uh, if you're selling any youngsters off those pigeons. You'll be able to get more than a hundred <laughs> hundred and forty <laughs> bucks for them. Uh, yeah. Those birds have repaid uh, both uh, John and uh, Maddie uh, tenfold. Yeah, and uh, they look. Um, Neil Jansen was an excellent flyer in the in the Greater Melbourne and the VHA, and uh, always known to have really really good long distance pigeons. And when he got onto the Eaton birds, I, I uh, did the sale for Bobby Eaton there, uh, and Neil bought these birds. It was one of his best buys as well. So uh, yeah, mm. they just and and, so and well. not only have they done well in the Eureka Cup, a little birdie told me Matt that uh, uh, on the weekend you had another great success. Yeah, uh, yesterday <laughs> was unreal and um, just couldn't believe it. Really, um, I actually I sent three of the Eurekas back. Um, I, I <laughs> one hasn't showed up, but the other two. Um, so the. I had one there that got six in the Eureka Cup, a pied hen, and she was a um, one of the the Euros. And I I armed an arb whether I was going to send her on to to this race just gone. And um, I thought about it, and I was like, oh, I'll I'll test her out. Let's let's see how far she can sort of go. She's always had an incredible body, even after the Eureka. She just held everything. She she still looked magnificent. So I sent her on, and she was in the drop. Um, last night as well on the first ones. But, um, yeah, so the, yesterday <laughs> we went to Tarawi with the Ballarat boys, so they organise everything. We just get the birds down to them. And um, and, and, and a little another little birdie told me it was like an open 500 mile. Yeah, yeah, so we <laughs> sent the whole lot. So, um, you know, I had um, 81 hens in and um, the old man, he races all the cocks. And um, he had 65 cocks in. And oh. um, so between us, we had 146 going to a 550-mile race. And um, we had 20 on the drop. Hey, forget Hey, listen, forget about paying 100000 and 200000 or whatever they paid for Golden Prince. I reckon you've got the Golden Prince there in Taralgon. Yeah, uh, so yes, they were good, yes. Nick. They all landed. The the wings were down. They'd put in, and then um, they just kept coming in. So I finished on the night at 109 out of the 146. And 
Hold it right there, Matty. Um, sorry to break you, but we have to break right now for the Southern FM National Radio News. And we'll be back to talk more to Matt Whitechurch and his amazing story about his 500-mile race after the news. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au and you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. And before the news, we were talking to Matty Whitechurch about his incredible 500-mile result on the weekend and Tony McPherson has some more questions to ask Matt Whitechurch about this Fantastic 500-mile result, 20 on the drop from 500 miles. Go ahead, Tony. Okay, Matty, what time did you clock down there? Um, Just before 6, I think. Um, Okay, yep. 20 to 6. Okay, the Ballarat boys were clocking around about quarter past 4. They were 3, quarter past 3 right now. Yeah, quarter past 3, yep, and that's right. And the the Colac boys were clocking just after 4. So you were spot on. Tony, yeah. just explain because you we've got people listening. Tony, we've got people listening from like England and Belgium and everywhere else. Just explain to them these distances between these oh. these places that you're mentioning. Oh, yeah. Well, see, Ballarat and Colac, there's around about 100 k's difference there. And then from Colac to Terrelgan, well, you're looking at nearly 300 k's. Probably yeah, I think the Ballarat boys are about six sixty odd k's, something like that, and we're yeah. eight hundred and ninety k's. Yeah, it's a, it's a, <laughs> you know, the and to have that many birds the, coming. Matt Whitechurch, all credit to you and your and months. your and your dad, mate, that you've got some super pigeons there. I can tell you. Yeah, oh. we've we've worked them hard. Um, Dad puts in a lot of effort as well, and um, yeah, we 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 train them pretty well, and um, we we thought they'll go. Pretty reasonable. I didn't think we'd get that many on a drop. Um, even there was about <laughs> not uh, from a five hundred mile race. Twenty on a drop from a five hundred mile race. That's yeah, just incredible. It's like a toss, but um, even that um, ten to seven. Um, it was coming up to just over eleven hours on the wing, and uh, there was sixteen together that come over from the north. <laughs> Yeah, a great effort. A really, really, really. That's good just effort. incredible, mate. That that yeah. those pigeons there, ladies and gentlemen. If you need any good birds for your loft, contact Matt Whitechurch because he's got them. Yep, exactly. Now, Matty, um, there's another sale coming up soon. Um, another guy out of the uh, um, Croydon Club that used to race with the Croydon Club, and again, uh, the opportunities there for the uh, the Jansen birds once more. Yep. Yep, yep, the same stuff. 
exactly the same Now you're stuff. giving out too much information because Ivan wants to go to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, well, there's uh, certain yeah. little characteristics that I um, that I keep from from those birds, um, ones that I race on from the, that sort of Jansen cock family um, that I don't like. I, I like to see in them, and um, there's yeah. certain ones that I um, put back into the team after they've done well. So yeah, yeah. 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 A yep, couple little things got, that I don't mind looking for there. Yeah, you just know what to look for. That's like Bobby Eaton always um, out of his blue bar family. Anything that flew through a white flight, one white flight, straight into the stock loft. Yep. Mm. The red pides, anything that had a bit of white on the back in the red pides, straight into the stock loft. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah, uh, I reckon. I reckon this pink panther of ours is sitting there in bewilderment and and listening to all this. What do you reckon, Charlie Gretsch, Mister? Well, Matty, when you're on a good thing, mate, stick to it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, mate. Well done. Yeah, oh, thank you. One more, one more race to go. Hopefully, so. And now, are you guys uh, going to jump on board with us again? Uh, Nah, I say um, we're going to finish off with the Ballarat guys. Uh, their aim is in three weeks' time to to go further to um, yep. to try and get to um, Pimba, which will be about seven hundred and thirty miles. Um, well, so, now, how many birds will let go? Um, uh, four hundred, four hundred and forty-one all up. Okay, because I know that uh, the uh, Colac boys had uh, just on forty. Yep, um, and I know that. Uh, um, Steve McKenzie, I think he had – well, he had one there. I know that. Yep. He was clocking after well, just after four sometime. Yep. About 4.30, I think, 4.30 something. And my mate at Lawn, he was still waiting but uh, when I was talking to him. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a damn good effort. Yeah, it really is. Um, uh, Mate, that uh, is the champion to effort. Tony McPherson, 500 miles, 20 on the drop. Yeah. Mate, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yeah. And in actual fact, the, 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 the race conditions, um, it was a, I think it was, my memory serves me right, it was a southwester. So, you know, it wasn't. So it was a header as well on top of all that. Yeah, so oh, they picked really, up a bit of the the west once they hit the Victoria, and I reckon that sped them up a fair bit. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, they they tracked um, a bit more north than what I thought because um, usually we don't we, where the birds come out of the north there. That's not usually where they come for us. So um, yeah, they obviously tracked a lot higher up. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, probably did coming up higher and uh, down the gully, down on on this side of the mountain probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. On this side of the mountains, and then straight down. But uh, look, it's a fantastic effort, Matty. It really is. So uh, um, now, what, what was now your sixth bird? You said was a euro. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I know you. I know that you um, had the rouse sabons. Uh, yep. So tell us what what was this one? Um. So the six one. Is off a um, the cockbird was called Bender. He raced in the um, the Gold Coast fifty thousand in twenty twenty, yep. and um, he that was a bit of a smash race in that last final. And uh, he got home on the second day. Um, I think he, he placed like fiftieth, but um, he was very very well bred from um, Hudson Loss and. Um, 
So he was half Hiram and half Gabby. And then yeah. the um, the hen was from um, um, Frank. Um, in the VPO, Despali. I think I was going to answer right. Yeah, Frank. Frank. Um, lovely yeah. guy, Frank. Um, always help you. And um, Frank gave me a half Harriman and half Vanderbilt. Um, the Harriman had been fifth ace bird in the, the Gold Coast and the yeah. Vanderbilt was uh, one of the new ones he was trying that he had crossed in. And, um, yeah, I had a hen from him and I put that with um, this bender and I just bred the two birds from him because I got bender um, back late from the Gold Coast. And, um, yeah. yeah, this youngster's gone all the way through to, to this, so... No, it's a good pigeon. Yeah, so I was I was pretty impressed to see her up there again. So yeah, yeah, no, it takes good pigeons um, with a lot of guts, especially racing down your way. Um, now you've had some really good success, and it's only come through um, perseverance. Yeah, um, you know, you, you, there's some really good flies down there in Terrelgan, as you know. Yeah, um, and it's very hard to um, to beat some of these wily uh, wily flies down there. Uh, but uh, you're you're starting to kick kick some butt, a fair bit of <laughs> butt kicking down there, <laughs> and yeah, I think I'll... they'll be glad to see your dad go. <laughs> yeah, I bet they will be too, actually. <laughs> so uh, this is the felt most likely the last. What do they What do they um, call you? The Mi- the Michael Portelli of Terralgan. <laughs> but but yeah. uh, I I put it all down to, in all honesty, is that um, you know six seven years ago when I joined the Packardham Club to race for the Greater Melbourne on you know yeah. just one other guy from Tarragon and yeah. the birds had to come on their own. There was no other birds coming with them that last hundred and twenty k's, and in the space of you know three four years of um, working the stock loft around that about which birds will keep coming, which ones which ones don't, I um. You know, I turned a lot over in the stock loft, got what works for me, and um, I just now nowadays I just put in birds that have performed time after time now that go back in. Well, there and- you've put together the mathematical uh, uh, thing of pigeon racing, mate, in your loft. I think you've, you've, you're on a winner, mate. Definitely. Yeah. Well, basically, it's been best to best there, Maddie, yep. from from your performances, and that's you know I think it was about six years ago when I met you at Danny and I. Young bloke there, you know, bringing the birds, um, uh, just the two of you, packing them, boys, yeah. um, you know, and uh, the birds coming up and then you coming up with the uh, Terrelgan guys and, and uh, yeah, you sort of made a mark for yourself. There's no doubt about it and um, um, uh, and good on you. It's been a great success, really, really good success. But um, let's hope in the next week or two, um, that you front up again with uh, and get the get another twenty on the drop in the in the longer race. So um, yeah, I don't know if we'll get twenty on the next one, but um, <laughs> mate, anything can happen. Home in this well, next one. What, what you're hoping for is to see a bird to, to begin with, and yep. uh, and that's that's the that's the start of it all. But um, look, I, I I wish you well for the rest of the year, and uh, just enjoy it. And look, it's. It's a pleasure talking to you, buddy, and uh, and you. Um, we'll see you at that sale, I dare say. Yeah. Nah, well, um, yeah, good luck to everyone that's uh, down in Melbourne. Oh, I'm going to put all my racing, b- so. I'm going to put all my birthday money together, and I'm going to that sale, so you'll have someone to compete with. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
there's going to be some very good long distance birds there from mm. from Greg Edwards. You know, Greg Greg um, flew some really good long distance pigeons, and he got the best uh, the best of the uh, of Neil's as well, and Mike's and Mike Jansen. So you know, um, there's some really good pigeons there. So. Um, It'll be an interesting sale when it comes yeah, up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, yeah. Maddie, congratulations no once again thanks on again. a fantastic performance and thanks for being on the radio, mate. Not a problem. Yeah, look forward to catching up with you, mate. No yeah. worries. See you guys. Thanks, thanks mate. Okay. See you, mate. Your voice in the community, 88.3 Southern FM. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Taramid We get racing pigeons racing horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. 88.3 Southern FM. What you hear on Community Radio is governed by the Community Broadcasting Codes of Practice. The Codes of Practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website, www.cbaa.org.au. Hi, Matt Welsh here. In Australia, drowning is one of the biggest killers of kids under five. So take a few minutes to check your pool barrier set for this summer. Visit kidsafe.com.au to find out how. 
because safe barriers save lives. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 the sounds of the Bayside in Melbourne, Australia, which is a great community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. And you're listening to the only devoted Racing Pigeon radio program in the whole wide world. The whole world. The whole world. The whole world. And that's Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And our website address at Southern FM. Go and check it out. You've got some great podcasts and stuff happening on the Southern FM website, which is www.southernfm.com.au. And Charlie Gretsch has been conducting his one thaggy races and they've been going very, very well. And he's got one more to go next week on, on in this series. And he's got somebody special on the line. Charlie, take it away, mate. Yes, she's very special, this woman. I'd like to welcome on 88.3 Southern FM, the logo lady herself, the stitching queen of logos, Amanda. How are you, Amanda? Hello, Charlie. Now, first, before I keep going, I've got to, Ivan's going to ask you a couple of questions and then I'll get back to you, okay? So, Ivan, take it away. Well, Amanda, how excited are you? I think this is a, another one for you, is it? Another what? Uh, Amanda's, Amanda's finishing the top ten. There you uh, go, yeah. So weeks. that's what I'm saying is you've got an, another win in your name, yeah? Not quite. Not I'm quite. hoping if there's only one more race, it better be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, what do you reckon? You're going to build a loft in your own backyard and start racing pigeons yourself? Oh, yeah, possibility. Yeah, I might there take it go. up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Good on you, Charlie, for promoting it uh, and promoting it with these local community businesses in the uh, um, Wallen area. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been great. It's been good having a bit of fun as well. Um, I go past Amanda's a fair bit, and she's always ask, asking how her pigeon's going, and she's got a schedule on the wall. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, unfortunately, we only got one to go in this series, and um, but she's been doing all right. She's like I said, she's finished in the top ten the last three weeks. We've got one to go. She's finishing. What is she? Thirty second overall out of sixty one <laughs> competitors in the averages. So the birds yeah. haven't been doing too bad. That's great, Charlie. <laughs> So what do you think, Amanda? You you, you come across um, pigeon racing for the very first time. We you did. Nothing, you knew we nothing did. about it? I had no idea. Um, I thought it was a good opportunity just to get the business out there, give you guys a bit of a hand and, yeah, just to try and join in the local community spirit. And, yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. Now, you've also been um, doing a bit of work with some of the other clubs in the States as well. 
Yes, we have. Bob at uh, Logan City. We uh, dressed them all up with their polos and their caps. They look a treat. Same as you guys. Look pretty flash in your uniform. Well, I think yes. I've got to get you, Amanda, to do some pigeon radio polos and caps. Easy. Not a problem. No, oh, very good. Yeah, not a problem. Happy to help anyone. No, uh, that'd be great because, uh, yeah, Charlie, give me, oh, well, I've got your phone number there. I'll, I'll call you in the next couple of days and we'll organise something. That, that sounds awesome. Yep. Now, um, what's going to say? I was going to say something. Now, I, what was I going to say? Um, <laughs> I'm lost how in the world, how in the world has, Miss, has Sir Charles Gretch forgotten what to say? Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable, all right. Yeah, I know. I'm bad. I I can't believe it. I'm usually I've got writing everywhere, and um, no, but it's good. Uh, it's good to get you on finally, Amanda. And um, yeah, no, on the radio. That's that's what I wanted to say. You. you need to give yourself a bit of a plug and tell us all what you do. Oh well, we're a small retail shop. Um, we do in-house embroidery. We can do screen printing. Uh, we do uniforms for a lot of contractors. A lot of businesses within our small community and a few interstate ones. Um, just putting company logos onto shirts and caps, all that sort of thing. Now, this pigeon that um, I got you to do sort of give us a bit of a hard time, didn't it? Trying to get no. it right. No. He, he or she, whatever it was, he was all right. Ivan, she even asked me. <laughs> she even <laughs> asked me what colour I want the ring. Now, listen, what, what, is, what does our mate there, Tony McPherson, think about all this stuff? Oh, listen, I, uh, I look at it every week. I'm, uh, I must say um, I didn't look at the results this week and I got a phone call from someone saying, did you see the results? And I said, no. So, uh, but I think um, what's been happening with Charlie and, and the business community in uh, Wallen has been excellent. Um, and wait, Amanda, the last race, you'll be able to go to his house, I, I believe. Uh, we should be, you should be able to uh, release the shackles and he'll have the cabana out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the cabana and the mop and the warm up the pool. Warm the pool. Hey, 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 Tony! Don't, Tony, don't forget about the Maltese plonk. And he's got oh, mate, oh, yeah. Amanda, you you won't be going home uh, if you have a few glasses of that. Um, uh, yes, uh, <laughs> you'll be like a statue in the garden. But, uh, I, oh, I, look, I, I take my hat off to, to Charlie and also to all the businesses that are taking it up and having a, you know, it's created a bit of a chat. But I think because of COVID, you haven't been able to be there to see the birds come home. Yeah. And that, that will be the, I think that would be the icing on the cake. And hopefully for the last race, hopefully you'll be, be able to be there and, um, and see and them coming. <laughs> yep, give them a clap and a cheer, especially um, if if it's uh, the opposition, you shoo them away yeah. and get yours in first. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'll be trying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that that's the thing, you know. Um, you you've been seeing what's happening, you know, the, on the 
there's been some videos and everything else. And Charlie's he's pretty good at the PR. He keeps everyone up to date. But seeing them come home or being there when they put the birds into the into the uh, unit and everything else, it's it's a different atmosphere entirely. You can have a game of pool, a game of darts. Not not with the birds, but uh, you know, have a have a bit of competition amongst the, all the shopkeepers. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah. So you can create a bit of atmosphere there as well. So I just uh, commend it all, and, and it's very very well done. Yeah, no, well done. I I sort of praise Charlie too for what he's done, getting all the businesses involved. It's been really good. Yes, it is. A bit of community um, participation and also uh, creates a bit of banter amongst it does. the, yeah. You know, give each other a bit of a rip. Um, you know, walk into Ferguson Player and say, listen, um, I'd like to buy a, a, a thousand cakes <laughs> off you, but you're paying because you won this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just have a bit of fun. That's what it's all about. And, uh, and especially during this time. Um, yeah. You know, that we've gone through, it's good to uh, have the community involved. So I, I, I commend everyone that's been involved. Well done. Very well done. Yeah. Okay, so while you're there, what I'll do is I'll read out the result. I'm going to do the top 20. I'll start from the 20th. So yes. See, um, what have we had? Uh, 57 competitors in this series, in this in this race last week, um, actually yesterday. So, um, 20th was Faye Bajaya, 18th was Advanced Dental Group, 18th was Louise Costa, 17th, the stitching lady herself, Miss Amanda, the logo lady, 16th, <laughs> City Fresh, 15th, Strav, 14th, Valley Produce, 13th, Wallen Florist, 12th, Elgin Alvarez, 11th, Cody Smile, 10th was CCR Financial Planners in Melbourne, 9th was Darren Reardon, 8th was Sharon Reardon, Seventh was Trek Land Services. Fifth, equal fifth was Keith Anderson and Mark Kavanagh. Fourth was Wallen Fish and Chips. Third was Bendigo Bank Kilmore. Second was AJ Kavanagh. And number one, the Pink Panther himself. There you go, Charlie Gresh. <laughs> now, Charlie, tell me. Now, I'm looking here the, the from first... To fifty seventh, right? Mm. Was there? There was eleven minutes, okay, mm. yep. between the birds. Now, now, um, a lot of those birds, there was only seconds between them. Now, you were one second ahead, one second. Not a bad sort of an effort, really. Um, now, tell me, mate. You you put a lot of work into this uh, setting this up. Um, you you set up the unit um, between. You know, the, who else helped you? Uh, who else helped you do the unit that the birds go in? Well, we had the guys in the club, Colin Layton. He was one of the main guys, owning a sheet metal place, getting all the you know the doors and everything, and the the uh, the crates and everything made up. And I had a couple of good friend of mine who did some welding and stuff, and the guys in the club all put in. So uh, yeah, and then obviously the sponsors and that that um, that give us some money to to get it all happening. Yeah, yeah. Look, I had to chase the unit the other day to catch up with it um, to put some birds to go down to a, one of our our mates down at uh, down that way. And um, 
must say, following Bendigo Bank on the back of the uh, of the unit, it sort of stood out like anything. So uh, Bendigo Bank should be very happy with that because <laughs> if, if it wasn't there, we wouldn't have known the unit. But by Jingo's, as soon as I saw it go whipping by, I uh, I knew uh, what I was following. But uh, um, now. Also, you, you've organised a, uh, a courier to go around and do picking up the birds and and, uh, and dropping them off to your place, so um, you can give him a bit of a, a a shout out as well, mate. Yeah, yeah, Glenn, he's been fantastic. Um, he was actually um, given to me by Wendy, our florist, that was highly recommended. Um, that um, you know to give Glenn a ring, and he come up and had a look at all the places where they all lived and. Uh, he's quite happy to do it all, and yeah, sometimes he um, doesn't get home till pretty late. But uh, no, he's he's there for his word. He's done it, and um, he's do. He even wants to do the next series. So um, that's how keen and how rapt he is. He's he's a bit like a man, you know. He he didn't know nothing about pigeons until obviously he comes and has a look what we do at this end. But uh, no, he's pretty fascinated, and I think he just likes uh, even with the guys that go. He goes and picks up their birds. Um, you know, really friendly with him and. Uh, he's really, really good, really keen, and he's very happy to do it for us. Yeah, I think you're on a winner there, Charlie, and uh, you've done really well there. Um, it's, it, it was a, a way a way for you to organise these races. I know that when you approached the, the government, um, the answer, I know the answer was, uh, no, you can't do that, but they did give you the hint on how to do it, and you followed it through. And it's worked out amazingly. And he and followed it, it through, and, th- and followed it up. yeah, and thank. That's what I was going to say, Tony. And thanks to Charlie, a lot of other people in Melbourne have been able to to do something with their birds and race and enjoy and 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 put a smile on their face. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that's 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 the point, Ivan. Um, there is, uh, as people say, where there's a will, there's a way. But um, the way that you guys have done it, you've done it, uh, you know, really well. And it's a credit to Charlie. It's a credit to his members, and um, I think uh, it augurs well to uh, you know for um, for next year. I'm sure um, after the, the the last race, should all the uh, um, sponsors be there, um, I'm sure that um, they'll be keen to jump on board next year, and I'm sure you'll have extra. Extra people jump on board, and it'll be a great, a great community thing for for everyone, and it, it can create create a lot more interest in the community, and also you could you know do some a few things for charity as well. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ring up the current affair because I think this story is worthy to go on a current affair or some sort of TV program or that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, there's no doubt about that. And um, uh, Charlie's been a very hard worker, uh, not only uh, with the Wallen Pigeon Club, also within the uh, the VRPU, where he was the uh, one of the caterers. He used to knock out a, a few snags. He's a life member. Like He's a life <laughs> member of the VRPU. Yeah, he is. He, he, and one of the youngest life members too at that time. So, uh, look... Uh, Hats off to him. He's a hard worker. And mind you, mind you, he's done all this after having major back surgery. And I, every week I say to him, Charlie, you've got to look after yourself, mate. You've got to look after your back. Yeah. 
you, you wear yourself out, but, you know, he's been up there just putting in week in, week out, and uh, hats off to you. Now, Charlie, you rang me up the other day. Did you see the results? I said, no, I haven't, and you were very disappointed. But tell me, I said, well, what was the bird? You said, oh, I've got no idea. Now, have you found out what the bird was? I did find out, but I'm not going to tell you. You know why? <laughs> why? Because he saw the result. There was quite a few birds that come together, and um, I think that there was about five or something that actually come out of the batch and hit the ground, and she was probably one of the lucky ones to get a toenail, as you can see, by the seconds. So um, there was quite a few birds actually there that could have been in her position. Well, it's a road runner, mate. It must have been known to run quick. Yeah, well, they all hit the board, but she must have hit it a bit harder, I think. Well, yeah. Well, come on. Tell us what it was. Well, she's actually, she's a hen, a three-year-old hen that I didn't race in our federation as a yearling, only because... Uh, when we were racing, we have, you know, two or three races from the same race point, and um, unfortunately the distance was a bit too far that I thought to put him in as a first starter. The weather wasn't too good, and I thought, no, I'm not putting a pigeon in for sake of putting a pigeon in to fly 300 k's. I said, no, I'll keep it for the one thaggies, and I had quite a few birds that didn't didn't go to that race, so they all raced the one thaggies, and um, here she is today. She's still here. She flew all the first series two years ago. And um, she's back, and uh, there's a lot of birds in her same same situation. Um, the father was an old cop bird I got off um, good old mate. We, we had him on the show, Chris Harrington. Yep. Old Harrison Cock. He's an 09 rung pigeon. So, um, and the mother was um, a hen I got off Steve Seeney. So um, that's that's all I could probably say when for that breeding. But like I said, it's um. It pretty much because it's so quick uh, with these sprint races, you can clock anything. Doesn't matter what they're bred off. Um, you just need you need to get home and just trap. As you can see, one second is uh, is not much. No, no, no. Well, when you look at it, um, I was looking through the results here, mate. Um, down to down to twelve. Um, Right, there's only ten seconds of difference. Well, Amanda finished what seventeenth overall. Yeah, and she was fifty-eight <laughs> seconds beyond. So, yeah. you know, really, it's not a bad effort, Amanda. Yeah, you, you, you've got to be happy with that. There's oh, no okay. doubt about it. You know, um, you just you need, you need to run around that block a couple more times, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I think well, it, like Charlie said to me uh, when when he. You know, he said, look, there was about 14, 14 or so birds went over and he had uh, six or seven of them peel out, out and go in. And you're lucky that you know, that they did uh, because you know, that one second um, meant the difference between winning and losing. There's no doubt about it. And uh, so, you know, um, she, had to do, well, she had the desire to get in there, that's for sure. Mm. You know, like she's um, a second, a second in front of the second bird. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, there's, yeah nothing. Anyway, nothing fellas, uh, we're running out of time. So, Charlie, you want to finish up, mate? Yes, Amanda. Thank you very much. Finally, I got you on on the uh, on the show, and it's great to have you. 
Yes, thank Hopefully. you for having me. And if you win it next week, you know you're definitely going to come on. Just put the icing on the cake and... <laughs> And, and you've got to name Amanda. the bird. You've got to name the bird too, Amanda. Yeah, yeah I'll name it. Gretchen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us, guys. No worries, Amanda. Thanks again. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of Pigeon Radio Australia. Thanks very much. And we're going to break Charlie Gretch with a musical interlude, and here's one of your mates. Uh, slash Aussie slash Maltese artist in Australia, and I'm talking about... Uh, you know who I'm talking about, Joe Camilleri, Joe Camilleri, and and the black and the black sorrows, and he's a great song from these guys, Australian artist, but he's originally from Malta. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, and here's Joe Camilleri and the Black Sorrows with Chain to the Wheel. We'll be back after this. Know what you really need But you can't get enough Too many miles to feed Well, he laughed up Called it survival Don't pray for a sign Know what you really want You can't
Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. 551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor COVID-19 is still affecting all our lives, but we know vaccines can prevent serious illness or death. That's why more community pharmacies across Australia are now providing AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccinations. This gives you, your family and your loved ones more opportunity to get vaccinated. To find out which pharmacies near you are vaccinating, visit australia.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Hi there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> Get a load of tech. Upload, download, reload with TechLoad. Updates, news, tech experts. Get tech ahead. Drive Tech. 6 to 7 every Wednesday with Sandra Spencer here on 88.3 Southern FM. 
This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away. And I always knew I couldn't stay. So I had a dream that I'd just fly away. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And I always knew. Tuned and locked in to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au and Pigeon Radio Australia, which is the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the whole entire wide world, is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Charlie Gretsch has a guest on the line and I'll let him take it away. Charlie. Thanks, Ivan. I'd like to welcome on 88.3 Southern FM from Bendigo, Mr. David Cox. Hi, mate. How you going, Charlie? What have you got for us this week, mate? You got some results? Yeah, I've got some results. We've got a um, sprint series we're running this year separate to our main series, which is obviously copied off the one that you run from the one thaggies at the Kilmore Club. So we're just trying something new that's put a lot of interest up this way. So um, the fourth race. Uh, first was D Cox, 14.54. That was from Colgoa, which is 160 kilometres to Bendigo. Second was Brennan Cole, 14.53. Third, David Hartley, 14.11. Fourth, Ray Armstrong, 13.70. Uh, the fifth race was from Midiac, which is 240 k's to Bendigo. First was Brennan Cole, 1063 metres per minute. Second, D Cox, 1013 metres per minute. Third, Dave Hartley, 993. Fourth, Charlie Musket, 8.83. The sixth race was for Midiac again, 240Ks to Bendigo. First, Steve Cox, 8.18 metres per minute. Second, Brennan Cole, 8.16. Third, David Hartley, 7.81. Fourth, Charlie Musket, 5.79. And the seventh race was for Midiac again, 240 kilometres. First, Charlie Musket, 13.68. Second, Ray Armstrong, 13.16. Third, D. Cox, 11.80. Fourth, Dave Hartley, 11.79. And we've got our final coming up this Sunday, which is from Yatpool, which is 350 kilometres to Bendigo. Now you sound fantastic. You should do the Brownlow, I reckon. It's like the Brownlow <laughs> results. Eh? I've got it written down in front of me, so it's a bit easier. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was great. And what do you got? You got another one to go, you say? Yeah, we've got our final on Sunday from Yatpool, as I said, which is just short of Redcliffe from 350 k's. Um, we've got a major sponsor, which is Moonfreight, a freight company in Bendigo that are putting up $250 cash. Also a basket donated by Rod Simmons at Winners One. Um, and there's also a $50 fuel voucher, which um, the Caltex on McIver Road in Bendigo have donated for the winner all year, a $50 fuel voucher. And then for second and third, we've got a bag of Ian McKay's um, food, pigeon race mix from Hunter Stock Feeds up here in Elmore. That's where they do all their feed up here in Elmore, just out of Bendigo. And they've donated that for the whole year as well. Um, oh. Those prizes for second and third, which is great. Fantastic. Beautiful. Well, thanks a lot, mate. Um, 
Ivan, you got anything before we go? No, I think you've covered it all, mate. And Tony, I think we're pretty much. Yeah, set. yeah, yeah. I think we're, we're running out of time, Charlie. So, yeah, we've got to cut it short. Sorry, mate. All right, mate. Well, Dave, again, mate, thanks very much for coming on. And um, we'd like to hear what the last result and every winner and yep. everything like that in the next no uh, week. And just like to thank Adrian Maselli from Maselli's Wings too for the aggregate winner. He's given a $700 voucher to his pigeon stud. So we've called it the Maselli Wings Sprint Series. So thanks to Adrian for that as well. Fantastic. Well done. Yes. Thanks very much, buddy. No worries, Charlie. Okay, we'll see, see you again. Yeah, thanks very much, David. All right, now, just before we say goodbye, I'm just going to uh, – we had a race – Mountain Invitation Racing Pigeon Club uh, conducted a race from, um, where were we? Wedderburn. And, uh, yeah, uh, Daniel Tenalia joined me and we let go 2,047 pigeons from Wedderburn and the, the, the returns were absolutely fantastic. Uh, I, I want to make a special mention to Michael Portelli who gained second place in the race. He had 20 birds on the drop, which is quite amazing again. And uh, I'd like to congratulate the winner of the race once again, which was Charlie Abella. And he was doing a grand velocity of 1335.10. And in second place, we had Michael Portelli. Have a look at these consistent flyers. Uh, he was doing a grand velocity of 1331.55, so there's not much difference between first place and second place. In third place, we had uh, Felix Lear, once again, another guy that's been doing very well in these races. 1322 is uh, velocity. And in fourth place, he's been on before on the radio, consistent flyer again, was Matt Chancho with 13.09. And uh, fifth place, another consistent flyer. Unbelievable, these consistent flyers, honestly. And he's in Melton, and that was David Hunter with 13.05. What do you think of that, fellas? Yeah, very good, isn't it? Good competition. Oh, it's good. Yeah, excellent. And uh, looking at the video of the release... Uh, Ivan, uh, I congratulate all you guys uh, for getting it, you know, for giving the guy something, something to look forward to. It's excellent. Well done. Oh, Very look, well it was done. it was and great. It, it, it was fantastic. And you know what the the beauty of all this is, is that these guys are getting like I, I rang up Michael Portelli this this morning and I said um, from that race on Sunday, I says, how was your returns, Michael? Oh, he says, I got 100%, 40 out of 40. So, <laughs> and and yeah. most of the guys that I've been ringing up, there's only a couple that have dropped like one bird. That's it. Yeah. I got all my birds home, 100%. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's excellent. And um, uh, you, you're doing really well. And, of course, you, we had uh, Daniel, I think Daniel took birds up as well, so um, yeah, well, two thousand well all of you, two thousand yeah. and forty-seven pigeons we had <laughs> all together. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. And uh, uh, this this week we're uh, going to take a four-hour trek up up the Calder Freeway and go all the way to Midiac. Yep, good on you. Yep, yep, excellent. Well done, well done. So uh, I think you're doing a, a really good job and. Yeah, you know, the guys, the guys should be very happy with uh, you know having something to to aspire to, and uh, in actual fact, just on that, they're getting their birds ready for the Croydon Classic. 
dose that are in it. Yeah, true, because it's the same line of flight, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> You're spot on. So yeah, just keep them rocking, keep tossing them. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, like I said, uh, you guys have done really well. Um, the Greater Melbourne look as so though they will start racing in the next week oh, or so. Oh, fantastic. That's good to hear because, uh, you know, I can hear a lot of broken hearts out there in your area. Oh, well, it's been a bit difficult, but, uh, you know, we're uh, – look, um, just, just before we go, look, I'd just like to uh, mention something. Um, I've got a um, – my grandson, young Max, um, he's um, special needs. He's a lovely boy and um, he's in need of a uh, an autism special special dog. And um, um, his aunties uh, have put a, uh, um, a donation up in uh, on the Facebook and... Um, Anyone out there in the pigeon world who would like to um, support young Max in get being able to get his um, special needs dog, they cost thirty five grand, and um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a large amount, but they're specially trained and to suit his needs. And he's he's a lovely kid. He comes to and stays with us uh, once or twice a month, and um, I just. Uh, you know, if anyone would like to do a donation, have a look on my web page and you'll see see him up there. And uh, if you feel that you would like to give a donation, please do. Um, he's, like I said, he's a, he's a lovely kid and um, he loves the birds. So yeah, fantastic. I'm trying to get, trying to get it. Yeah, well, get don't it. forget, you know, in mentioning that, Tony, um, at Easter time in 2022, we're going to yes. conduct a big auction for the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Yep, yep, for sure. Yep. There's a lot of kids out there that are in need. And, Correct. And uh, if we can help them, let's let's do it. All right, on that note, we have to say goodbye, Tony McPherson. Yeah, goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, uh, Tony, and goodbye, Charlie. It's a... Uh, Great, great chatting with you guys. It's always fun. Yeah, and goodbye to Tony Barbara. Goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Charlie. Goodbye to everybody around the world. Yeah, certainly do. And uh, Mr. I, I should say, oh, I have to bow. Sir Charles, goodbye to you, mate. Goodbye, everybody. Again, see us next week. Yeah, see you next week, same time, same station, here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio all! So, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.